You're listening to the Luca Zitali podcast with food, culture, and history from the land of Tortellini and Torino. I'm Luca Marchiori, and this week I'll be talking about how the origins of Italy's most famous dessert sparked a bitter war of words. Ask anybody, including Google, what Italy's most famous dessert is, and they'll give you the same answer: tiramisu. You'll find it on almost every menu of every Italian restaurant at home and abroad, and every self-respecting food blog has got a traditional tiramisu recipe, mine included. Along with pizza, cappuccino, spaghetti, espresso, mozzarella, bravo, allegro, lasagna, and risotto, tiramisu is one of the ten most recognised Italian words in the world. And in fact, it exists as a loan word in 23 different languages around the world, including Chinese, Japanese, and Thai. Tiramisu has featured as the name of songs, films, albums, and it even makes an appearance in Bridget Jones's diary. And that other Italian icon, Sofia Loren, once made one live on TV on Late Night with David Letterman. Since 2017, there's even been a Tiramisu World Cup in which chefs and pastry chefs from all over the world pit their tiramisu-making skills against each other. All this being said, I'm sure I don't need to explain what tiramisu is. However, just in case somebody's been living on Mars or on another planet, I will tell you. The Oxford English Dictionary definition of tiramisu is as follows: an Italian dessert consisting of layers of sponge cake soaked in coffee and brandy or liqueur with powdered chocolate and mascarpone cheese. Ask an Italian, and they will tell you that the key ingredients are as follows. First of all, biscuits. Now these should be Savoyardi biscuits, which are the ones often called ladies' fingers in English, or Pavesini biscuits. Now Pavesini is a brand name owned by Barilla, I think now, which is a brand name of biscuits. And the difference is that Pavesini are a bit crunchier and are a bit like Savoyardi cut in half. Then there's the cream, which is made from eggs, sugar, and mascarpone cheese. Mascarpone is originally from Lombardia, Lombardy, and it's basically made from cream, which has been coagulated with lemon juice. And people think the name either derives from the local word for whey or the local word for ricotta. And in fact, the process of making mascarpone is very similar to ricotta, except that ricotta is made from milk and mascarpone is made from cream. If there's alcohol, and we'll see later that it's not an integral part of the recipe for for many reasons, the traditional one to use is Marsala wine, which is a fortified wine, a bit like sherry, which comes from the town of Marsala in Sicily. And of course, the essential ingredient is good Italian espresso coffee. The name tiramisu literally means "pick me up," and this is said to refer to the effect of the coffee or the alcohol on the person eating the tiramisu. It's worth noting that in a popular 1980s ad campaign for Lavazza coffee, they had the following slogan: "Più lo mandi giù, più si tira su." The more you drink it, the more it picks you up. So, why is tiramisu so popular? Well. 
According to Massimo Percotto, who is a member of the Accademia Italiana della Cucina based in Udine, he says that there are four factors. The first factor is that not only is it delicious, but it's also very quick and simple to make and can be made by anyone without requiring any specialist skills. There's no cooking involved and it's really easy to personalize it by adding ingredients or substituting ingredients. Secondly, because the original recipe doesn't include alcohol and it's very light and fluffy and easy to chew, it's suitable for everyone from children through to seniors. Thirdly, Percotto says it's an icon of elegance and culinary refinement and uses prized Italian products, the Savoyardi biscuits, mascarpone, and of course, coffee. And finally, he says it's because it has an intriguing and allegorical name, and the name has connotations of energy, wellness, conviviality, and the pleasure of socializing. So, after all this, you'd expect such a dish to have an ancient and illustrious origin going back to some doge of Venice or something. Well, you'd be wrong, because the origins of tiramisu can only be traced back to the 20th century, and it didn't really become well-known even in Italy until the 1980s. A long-accepted story says that tiramisu was invented in the late 1960s at the Ristorante Le Beccherie in Treviso by the pastry chef Roberto Linguanotto, otherwise known as Loli. Now, Linguanotto, who's still alive, has been interviewed many, many times on the subject. And he says that when he was working at Le Beccherie in the late 60s, he was encouraged by the owner, Ada Campeol, to make new family-friendly desserts, which paid homage to the tradition of the cooking of Treviso. And he says that one of these was what he called tiramisu, which is Venetian dialect for tiramisu. Now, if you think about it, there is an obvious link between tiramisu and a couple of more traditional Italian desserts. The first one is called zuppa inglese, and the other one is from the Veneto and is called spatudine. Zuppa inglese is basically Savoyardi biscuits, which have been bathed in alcohol. The most traditional is an alcohol called alkermes, which is red and tastes of cinnamon. And then that's layered with pastry cream. And in the most modern versions, the pastry cream, there are two types of pastry cream. The first one is vanilla and the other one is chocolate. Zuppa inglese, which means English soup, has a very interesting origin in itself, but that will be for a later podcast. Zbatudin is made from raw eggs, which have been beaten together with sugar to make a frothy consistency, which you can then eat with a spoon. And it's interesting that Zbatudin was often made by mothers and grandmothers for sick children to help them recover. And tradition says that it also used to be given to women just after childbirth in order to help them recover from that, but also to married couples the morning after their wedding night. So you can see that tiramisu could be linked to zuppa inglese in terms of ingredients and form, and zbatudin in terms of purpose as a pick-me-up. Now, the first printed reference to tiramisu comes from 1981, and this was when Giuseppe Maffioli uh, published an article in his magazine called Vin Veneto, and he featured the story of Linguanotto and the origin at Le Beccherie and also the official recipe. 
So the story goes that from Treviso, it spread out to the big cities such as Venice, which is very, very close to Treviso, and where tiramisu has been on the menu of the illustrious celebrity-filled restaurant Dolforni since the early 1970s, and Rome. In the 1950s, Giuliano Pompey, a Roman, opened a milk shop in Rome, and he became famous for the qualities of his ice cream. And in the 1970s, he discovered the recipe for tiramisu and tweaked it a little bit, and then reinvented his shop as a tiramisu shop. Today, Pompey is a very popular shop in Rome. There are now seven branches in the city, three in other towns in Lazio, and even one in London. And Pompey is known as Il Regno del Tiramisu, the Kingdom of Tiramisu. Pompey is now considered to be a Roman institution. It's still family run, and it's where all the Romans go for their tiramisu. So, again, the story says that tourists in the 70s and 80s discovered tiramisu in the big cities and soon took it back home with them. And it started being served in Italian restaurants all around the world and became the famous thing that it is today. In 1983, the word tiramisu first appeared in an Italian dictionary, and it was listed as having whipped cream as one of the ingredients. Today, adding whipped cream to a tiramisu is considered to be a big no-no, a bit like putting pineapple on pizza. As we've seen in previous editions of this podcast, though, Italians abhor a dish without a long and illustrious history. So over the years, there have been some rather fanciful attempts to invent one. Firstly, there was an attempt to say that it was invented in Siena for a visit of the Grand Duke Cosimo III de' Medici, who reigned from 1670 to 1723, and it was originally called Zuppa del Duca, the soup of the Duke. Now, this story is not really feasible because Savoyardi biscuits were not found in the 17th and 18th century in Tuscany, and mascarpone was almost unknown outside Lombardy because it was difficult to transport without refrigeration. A second attempt to find its uh, more illustrious history says that it derives from a recipe in Pellegrino Artusi's 1891 book, which we talked about a lot on this podcast. Um, and in Artusi, there's a recipe called Dolce Torino, the sweet from Turin, which is part of a trio of desserts, which he names for Rome, Turin, and Florence. The ingredients of Dolce Torino are Savoyardi biscuits, which originally come from Turin, from Piemonte, and so this is where the name Torino derives. Chocolate, butter, icing sugar, egg yolk, milk, vanilla essence, and rosolio, which is kind of alcohol, and this probably refers to alkermes. A third theory says that tiramisu was invented in Turin for Camilo Benzo, the Conte di Cavour, who was a leading figure in Italian unification and, in fact, the first prime minister of the unified Italy. And it's said that tiramisu was made to sustain him while he worked hard on the unification of Italy. And again, this is rather unlikely because mascarpone, again, couldn't be easily transported to Turin, even though it's quite near Lombardy, and there were problems of conservation. 
And then in 2007, there was an article in the Washington Post in the USA, which had an interview with somebody called Carmine Antonio Iannacone, who was an Italian originally from Campania, who now runs an Italian bakery in Baltimore. And in this article, he says that he used to live in Treviso before he came to the USA, and that he invented it when he lived there in the 1970s. Now, of the four theories, this one is the most likely, I guess, but none of them could be backed up with evidence or substantiated in any other way, so the Roberto Linguanotto story stood. That is, until the second decade of this century. In 2013, a report in the Corriere della Sera, one of the most important Italian newspapers, claimed that tiramisu had been invented in Lombardy, home of course to mascarpone, and that it had been served there in a restaurant in 1964. This prompted Luca Zaia, who is the president of the Veneto region and who'd previously been the president of the province of Treviso, to go nuts. He went very firmly on the defensive, saying that the tiramisu was obviously from Treviso and obviously a Veneto product. And in fact, he then launched a campaign to gain protective status for the tiramisu as a product of the Veneto, citing the example of the pizza napoletana, which has what's known as an STG, a specialità tradizionale garantita status. That translates as guaranteed traditional speciality. Zaya was quoted in the newspapers as saying, It is right to ask for the recognition of this speciality as proof of an historic event and as a reason to value the cuisine of Treviso and the Veneto, with regard to a product which today runs the risk of having many fathers and too many versions which don't do justice to the work and inventiveness of the place where it was born. So Zaya went ahead with seeking the protective status, but then in 2016, the real bombshell dropped with the publication of a book called Tiramisu, Storia, Curiosità, Interpretazioni del Dolce Italiano Più Amato. This translates as Tiramisu, History, Trivia and Interpretations of Italy's Most Loved Dessert. And it's by Clara and Gigi Padovani. Not only did they claim that the tiramisu was not invented in Treviso, but in the neighbouring region of Friuli Venezia Giulia, but they said they had the evidence. In the book, they chart the origins and development of tiramisu through four recipes. The first dates from 1935 as Coppa Vetturino, which is from the town of Pietà San Canzian di Zonzo in the province of Gorizia in Friuli. And they have evidence also that this was renamed Tiramisu in 1946. The second is a recipe called Dolce Tiramisu from 1954, which was served in the Albergo Ristorante Roma at Tolmezzo in the province of Udine, also in Friuli. The third recipe is called Coppa Imperiale and dates to 1958 from the restaurant Al Camin in Treviso. And finally, they cite the recipe called Tiramisu, Dolce, gioioso et amoroso, which is the recipe by Linguanotto from Le Beccherie in Treviso. 
Now, all of these recipes are a little bit different. For example, the first one doesn't have coffee and uses sponge cake instead of Savoyardi. The second is pretty much what you'd expect from a tiramisu from today. Um, the third used Grammarnier as um, an alcohol as well as the coffee. And, and the fourth one, the recipe from Le Becqueria, is exactly the recipe which is used today. But what was this proof? Well, the book is littered with photos, handwritten recipes, restaurant receipts, and posters from these restaurants, which can be dated advertising these delicacies. And what's more, this research led to official recognition of tiramisu as a product of Friuli Venezia Giulia. As you can imagine, there was a very strong reaction from Luca Zaya. And again, he was quoted as saying, with regard to the paternity of tiramisu, they could write that it was invented in Bulgaria, but the historical reality was that it was invented at Le Beccheria in Treviso. In 2018, Treviso hit back with a book entitled Il tiramisu ha una mamma sola. Tiramisu has only one mother. And this book charts the development of the tiramisu as a recipe uh, traditional to the mothers of Treviso with its origins in Spatudin, like I explained earlier. So today, the arguments is still raging with the Veneto saying that Tiramisu is from Treviso and those from Friuli saying that it's from their region. And I'm sure that in a very short time, they will agree to disagree. I actually have a copy of the Padovani's book, which I bought to have a look at the evidence that they present for the origin of tiramisu in Friuli. And I must say, it's a really beautiful book. And the first half goes through the history and this evidence of the tiramisu from Friuli. And in the second half of the book, there are 23 alternative recipes by famous chefs from around the world of their version of tiramisu. In fact, when I was living in France, I created my own version, which I called tiramisu, because it was based around a shoe bun filled with a coffee and mascarpone cream and topped with a chocolate crust. And what about their evidence? Did it convince me? Well, all I will say is that I was born in the Veneto and so I'm biased. So thank you once again for listening to this podcast and for all the feedback that I've been receiving. Again, I'm really happy that you seem to be enjoying this podcast and thank you very much for the ratings and reviews that you've been giving it. I'm continuing, as I said, to read out reviews. So if you want to hear your review read out on the podcast and have a shout out from me, then you need to write one. And this week's review comes from Maria Mina Four. And she writes, bravissimo. Luca is really an expert if you want to go deep into Italian culture and history. I grew up going to Italy all my life and there's so much Luca is teaching me that it's only further developing my love for all things Italian. And then she finishes off with some Italian flags and heart icons. Thank you very much, Maria Mina, for your review means an awful lot to me. So again, if you want to help me to develop this podcast, you could always become a patron by going to my Patreon page and you'll discover a lot of extras connected with the podcast. So that's patreon.com forward slash Lucas Italy. All that remains for me is to say thank you. Have a great week. See you next week and ciao.